Hey, boys and girls. It's your favorite fat man at the front desk, Jason Modcast founder David K. Montoya, and I interrupt this fantastic, stupendous podcast with these important messages. Starting February 2nd, the Jason Modcast network is going to be black. It's going to be black for the following 27 days. That's right. For the entire month of February, we're going black. Uh, and But we will be back March 1st. Uh, we've got some things that we need to get caught up on, you know, with the holidays behind us. Now it's just time to get caught up. And, you know, plus I'm working on this little cartoon thing. It just kind of played a little bit of my attention. Not, not a little big deal. But for an added bonus, though, two shows will continue to go on, even though the rest of the, of the other podcast shows are going to be going black. On Tuesdays, the boys from the Great White North, the movie Madhouse, will be continuing to run their regular show and then as an added bonus Fridays you'll get to hear my fat ass talk for a little while as we go and we enjoy the flashback Fridays and then like I said February 2nd to February 28th no added shows that means no scene red no uh, tree frog expose cafe or who's the boss what we think uh, don't get us started. So those shows will be returning. Then on March 1st, which is a Saturday, we start things right back up with what we think. And then from then until next year, we'll be running straight and smooth. So I just wanted to give you folks a heads up. And just to let you know, because we got some time before February 2nd, but I don't want you going to your favorite iTunes or your Stitcher trying to find a new podcast and like what happened so there you go all right that's it from this end this is your favorite fat man at the front desk david k montoya and now enjoy this fantastic jason modcast show and now enjoy this free jason modcast show I'm Sadie Burbank. And I am Lisa Montoya. And we want to welcome you to Don't, Don't Get, Get Us started. started. And tonight we have a special guest with us. David K. Montoya is joining us. Hey, boys and girls. <laughs> and we also have Zoe Montoya. However, her verbal input is likely to be ill-timed and not necessarily understandable. Other than that, uh, we'll let her just pipe up whenever she feels like it. She's playing in the kitchen right now. God knows what could happen. That worries me right now. Yeah, I know. Me too, since she's the only one in the kitchen. Anyhow, uh, we welcome you, David, to uh, our show tonight. We're glad you're joining us. Thank you. Lots of estrogen, but I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we are estrogen rich on account of we just came back from the gym. The gym, yes. We did. This is our third day now, right, of doing the treadmill too? Or fourth day? Fourth. 
fourth time so far. Yeah. Cool. We're we're having so much yeah, fun. Yeah, number four. And we're actually we're we're taking it slow and easy. We're doing a couple of miles an hour, and we're doing just twenty minute segments right now, trying to get our bodies used to uh, the fact that we're actually moving, walking. Right. You know? But we're still doing our uh, vibration machines. Oh yeah, well we but we walk first, and then we do the whole body vibration machines after that because that's what our trainer said we had to do. Yes, in that fashion, in that way. And so that's what we're doing, but um, we're all wound up, and it's exhilarating. I know you said, Lacey, you have the same sort of reaction, like you get up in the morning and you're feeling kind of stiff and, yeah, and, and worn out and everything, but as the day goes on and we get around to it and we go to the gym and everything, when we come out of there, we're feeling, we're feeling good. Yeah, we've, so the exercising is uh, is good. Good. Exercising's it's a, good it's for a you. It's a good thing. We're getting that. What do they call that? Um, neurons or no, no. What do they call that when you get uh, in your head? You get high. Oh shit! Let's the dopamine high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From exercise, we're getting our own natural dopamine highs mm-hmm. from exercising. We work through the burn, then it feels good. Yeah, and it doesn't really burn that much. Just a little bit. Too and, much. And I know with my calves a little bit, then it works. Up. Yeah, and I noticed that after today, after the walk, I mentioned to you too, my ankles were kind of sore. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just because I haven't really been doing a lot of walk, unless you count walking from one slot machine to the next yeah, or down a buffet too. line. I don't do a lot of walking. So well, if your legs continue, ankles continue to hurt, once you try getting the flat tennis shoes, maybe those rockers might be. Well, I don't think it's the rockers because I actually walked on them for over a year. Okay. So I'm used to the rockers. I think it was just that my little ankles are going. Do we have to walk? Uh-huh. Can't we just sit on our ass like what we usually do? What the hell are you doing yeah. to me? So it's, you know, and it wasn't like a major ouch or anything. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Glad we stopped when we did. Uh-huh. And, um, but we do feel good when we come off it. And we only go three days a week and we go three consecutive days a week as a rule. Mm-hmm. So we have four days a week when we're not doing the walk and we're not right. doing all that so it gives us a chance to get sort of like sedentary and then we get <laughs> wound up again and everything but we're at least we're doing it we're 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 moving we're feeling good about doing that and we're feeling physically better by doing it and, and i even changed i used to drink the the black monsters the that's green right monsters. you switched um david got me a blue monster which is which is low calories and less sugars uh-huh and today he got me a white one, Ooh. which is zero calories. And zero sugars. And how yeah. was that? Good. It there you like go. It like a squirt. You know, it's, it's, um. I have to have my caffeine. It's, you have to have your caffeine. Yeah. Yes. And, and see, I drink coffee. That's how I get yeah, my not, caffeine. I don't like drinking You don't drinks. do coffee, so you get your caffeine in any other way you can. And personally, I know from experience, it's better if you can get your caffeine Without the extra sugar calories along with it because they add up really fast. I do have a sweet tooth, but I drink most of my calories. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by cutting that, and and I've only given myself one Mountain Dew a day now. If you can give yourself your sweet fix some other way, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, fruit or what the hell, you know. Mm -hmm. But switch to the sugar-free drinks. Not only will you you know do better with your teeth and crap mm-hmm. like that 
you'll actually drop pounds that, right. that you don't even have to work at dropping just right. by dropping the the sugar the calories right. out of it. So that's a cool thing. I'm really yeah. glad you did that. I think that's I'm taking it's, it serious. I'm not I'm not going to the gym to be the skinny girl. I'm going to the gym because I want to be healthy. I have a very bad back. I have a two year old and I have an eleven or a twelve year old. Almost thirteen. So I have to be got on my toes. Yeah, you do, and I don't have all that. Mine are all grown up. Thank you, and but but uh, because of that, I don't really have any uh, anything at home that's pushing me to move around. Right. If I don't, if I, I mean, I have a lot of stuff I can do. Right. Yard work, etc. But if I don't want to, I just go. Mm, I don't wanna, and so then I don't. That's like um the diet. I'll start on Monday. Yeah. Ah, money comes and goes. I'll start on Monday. So this is kind of why we decided to exercise together to force it's each other team. into doing because some it. days I'll be like, oh, I don't really want to go. Yeah. Then it's like, nope, Maryland's counting on me, and vice versa. You That's feel right. The same. That's right. And you have to you have to do that. That's what our buddying is all uh-huh. about. And one of these days, even Mr. David K over there will join us and. Uh-huh. Possibly. Well, actually, that won't work because of the kids. We I was going to say, are you, well, are you saying that I need to get in shape? No, 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 not at all. What well, we no, can no. do is we'll have our gym days, then him and Ernie can go to the gym together, and I can stay at home and watch the kids. Ah. <laughs> I so don't see Ernie doing that. <laughs> First of all, like I mentioned to you yesterday, we're on beta blockers. Right. Ernie, Ernie and I are both on beta blockers for different reasons. He's a cardiac patient, and I have mitral valve prolapse. Mm-hmm. And the atenolol that I take is because uh, a few years back, I uh, woke up in the night with my heart racing. Oh. And uh, I couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Usually, when... <laughs> getting a lot of background noise from the kids there. Usually, when that when that happens, um, I... Um, you can calm yourself. Yeah, well, that and also uh, <clears throat> you can use what's called a vagal maneuver and you can cough mm-hmm. and actually sort of interrupt that rhythm and Reset it'll it. go right back to a normal rhythm. Well, that none of that was helping. And so I, actually I wound up in the ER and it took them three hours. That's cover doors. Uh-huh. It took them three hours on uh, a drip. Oh, what the heck was that med called? David will know, but he's in the other room right now. Anyhow, uh, a med to slow me down. Took him three hours to to get my heart rate back to normal. At that point, the doctor said, uh, you need to be on a Tenolol because it's a beta blocker. It slows your heart rate down. Okay. And that way you won't ever have that overbeat again. Is that hereditary? Mitral valve prolapse? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't honestly know, but I don't, I don't think so. Uh, it, it may be, <clears throat> if it is, nobody knew anybody in my family ever had it. Right. But anyhow, uh, so that's why I'm on a beta blocker. Ernie's on beta blockers because he's hypertensive. Okay. And again, it, they slow your heart rate down. And, uh, when you have hypertension, when you have, um, um, when you're stressed, mm-hmm. if you, if you, if your blood pressure is up a lot, it helps to s- just slow everything down. Keep everything even. Zone yourself out. And a little chemical intervention there helps. Right. Okay. So the fact that we're both on beta blockers means that when we exercise, uh, because our chemically we're slowing our hearts down, right. so to speak, 
we can't expect them just because we're exercising to increase in the same way that someone who's not on beta blockers hearts will increase heart rate will increase in other words when you go to exercise you have a target heart rate right okay when uh when i exercise i can't have the same target heart rate because i'm chemically altering my heart rate to start with right so that means I cannot exercise. And you don't want to throw your body into a fucking yo-yo and defeating your medicine, trying to fight against it. Well, I wouldn't. It. I couldn't. You can't. What happens is if you over-exercise, okay, mm-hmm. uh, then you deprive yourself of oxygen and, you you know, you're messed mm-hmm. up. So Pass I can out. only exercise to a certain level, mm-hmm. at a certain level, and that's my target right. heart rate. And for me, my target heart rate is about 100, 110 mm-hmm. at the most. Right now, it's right around 104. That gives me plenty of oxygen to the fingers and toes and all that kind of stuff. Keeps me breathing at a normal rate. And with me, with the medications I take, it's a block wall with my anxiety and depression medicine with losing weight. I told my doctor, I said, so I can be fat and happy or i can be skinny and miserable and he said pretty much yeah like a lot of psychotropic drugs so are that way harder on they it to they weight. will uh and i don't know chemically what's involved but psychotropics do impede weight loss it's yeah that simple hey david w- when you were in the other room we were yeah. talking about uh when they took me to the er to uh because my heart rate was racing and they could, i couldn't get it slowed down they put me on What's that med that, that they give you uh, when you're, like, all freaked out and stuff? Do you remember? Um, was it drip, you said? Well, they eventually put me on a drip. You mean, was it an anxiety medicine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of what it, the heck it was. Oh, my god! And it's commonly used yes, in the ER. I, I know. And I just can't call it to mind right now. Well, anyhow. Let that, me sit over here and let me think about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Anyhow, I know what it is. That was, I know you do. That's why I asked you. But anyhow, that was the med they put me on. I was on... I was on it for three hours on a drip before they got my heart rate back to normal. Wow. So and 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 it, it was just because of the mitral valve prolapse, and that's the the first time that ever happened. And you know, because I've had I've had it happen before where it would beat fast, but I'd use a vagal maneuver, cough it down, and everything would be fine. Uh, this time, no. And I I even called one of my doc friends in the ER and told him what was going on. And he said, "Well, have you tried bagel?" I said, "Yeah, right. I did that. You know, well, did this, that, and nothing, nothing worked." I'm going to look it up because I okay. know the it, actual name of it. It's, it's not it's, Xanax either. It's it's. Um, well, it's it's alazepam. 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 Let me check. I believe that's what it is. Okay, but it's not Xanax. It's, um, God bless it. All the ER techs are going, it's blah, blah. And they're saying it, you know, uh-huh, yelling, yelling it into the you. phone. Don't you know that? You know, it's, you know, it's use it or lose it. Sorry, time. guys, we can't hear you. It's, well, and it's use it or lose it. You know, I've been away from the ER now for four years and, uh, and I miss it at times. Uh, <laughs> at times. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, I'm too busy to miss much of anything, but, um, you know, when when you're away from it that long, you do forget a right. lot. It's scary how much I've forgotten. But if you get back into you know. swinging things and you hang around, you're gonna. Well, I I would pick it back up again, but it does take a while. You know, when you're when you're there, 
all the time using right. their skills and information and the terms then then it's that's when it comes to you when you need it but you know me i'd be standing around going um you know you can't need and it. there's a lot changed in four years too with yeah. medications and volume uh, no it wasn't volume no no but it was in that family wasn't Valium. Oh, uh, shit. Keep going, though. You'll find it. You'll find it. Stress reducer in ER. Vitamin A. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a vitamin. No. no, that vitamin A is... And, and it just dawned on me what it's called. Hold on. It's... um, Shit. Hold on. You had it, and then you lost I it. I did. I hate when that happens. You've been hanging around me too long. <laughs> yeah. I forget so much stuff. It's just... Ativan. Ativan? Yeah, vitamin A. Ativan. Is it Ativan? No? No. Isn't there a... Haldol? No, no, God, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't Haldol. Her eyes just got big as silver dollars. Oh, hell no. No. Um, God bless it. Was it Ativan? I wonder if Ernie would remember. He's he's got a steel <laughs> trap. He really has. That's what he says every morning when I when I check him to make sure he's got all his stuff on that he needs. You know, because I, I do. I check him to make sure he's got his keys. And you'd be surprised how many times he tries to go out of the house without his, without his keys. Yeah, Dave's done that a couple times, and, and I hear him banging on the garage door. And I'm like, dude, when you get to work. You're going to be pissed off because you won't be able to get in. He yeah. says, but the good thing is those keys are on his car key ring, so he can't even get out of the driveway. <laughs> but he he goes off without his, uh, what do you call it? His, his, hi, badge. Thank you. That's the word. Hey, are you busy? We're on air. We're on the air. <laughs> Say hello. No, don't. Um, listen, remember when I had, uh, my heart thing when, uh, I had to go to the hospital, and they put me on a drip to get my heart rate back down again. Huh? Yeah. Do you remember what the med was? What did they give me to slow my heart rate down? We're talking about it on air, and I can't remember the damn name. And, and it, it wasn't, what was that one you said? Well, I thought you were talking about anxiety medicine. Well, we were. But sort of. to get the heart rate down, yeah. you probably would get, like, digoxin. No, it wasn't dig. Uh, wasn't any of the cardiac meds. No. Do you... Well, it probably was a beta blocker. It's a mystery, but, folks. But uh, it's something they use in the ER all the time. And it wasn't Ativan, was it? No, I know you don't. I didn't either. Uh, Ativan is uh, vitamin A, actually. Um, wasn't it? Wasn't Xanax? No, I'm not saying it right. Then Zantac. Zantac is for di indigestion. Xanax is for anxiety. Yeah, you got confused, honey. Heartburn really. Uh, well, anyway, you, you know. Okay. Well. Your seal trap's rusty, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you for trying. Huh? What? Yeah, 
He says his steel traps like a sieve. <laughs> okay, honey, I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, he doesn't remember either, but he knows it wasn't any of the ones we've talked about so far. Any <clears throat> anyway, and it really doesn't make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> no. I mean, we're so past that now, anyhow. But that's why I'm on beta blockers, and that's why I have to exercise at a certain rate. And the reason that I'm harping on this point is any of our listeners who are out there who have uh, a desire to start exercising or uh, feel that they should start That's exercising what say, or whatever. Before you start in the exercise regimen, contact your doctor. Exactly. That's the point I want to make is check with your doctor first because if you're on certain medications, your approach to exercise should be modified by that knowledge and you right. should you should discuss that specific point with your doctor. Don't just go to the doctor. I mean, go to the doctor and tell him you want his advice mm -hmm. about exercising because you want to start med medication. Right, and, and you, you want to start doing an exercise program. And if he doesn't know, um, then you're fucked. Get another doctor. Yeah. <laughs> go to a cardiologist. Or, yeah, well, yeah, get a referral. <laughs> if, you're, if your primary can't tell you, ask for a referral to a cardiologist. You know, or and somebody your primary that should be able to. Your tell primary you. should, if he's got any any uh, right to his MD now, at he works all. In the back of McDonald's, and you have a whole other story. Yeah. So anyhow, that's that's my advice for people that want to exercise. Please do that thing. I know everybody's going. Well, it's going to cost me eighty dollars just to have my doctor tell me it's okay. Well, you it will be worth it in the long run because you won't hurt yourself then, right? Unless you have access to medical knowledge that. Uh, precludes the necessity so there okay so and it'd be a lot cheaper to pay the 80 dollars than go have yourself laid up in the emergency well room. that's that's the whole point so yeah anyway uh so david has joined us today on account of we didn't know what we we're gonna talk about today and i no. certainly don't want to spend the hour talking about our exercising no. um which or, i don't mind yeah but i don't think anybody really wants to hear all that do you no no yeah. okay so we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something else, but we just don't know yet what it is. And I think we're still mm. on that line with we don't know what we're talking about. Well, I thought you guys were going to talk about TV shows. Oh, That's well, you yeah, said. you did You did mention before we got on air, you mentioned that you thought it would be fun for us to talk about our favorite TV shows. Just because I know Lacey's favorite TV shows. Which are? And she watches some of the weirdest shit. She does. She does. She watches those ghost shows. Oh, that's not weird. Well, yeah. No, but then she watches like you know, murdering kids. Kids who murder kids. Yeah. Kids, kids who murder who people. Yeah. yeah. That's disturbing. I watched once. I think I watched that, and it was disturbing enough that I wasn't interested in watching it. And then I seen she. I think I don't remember if it was with you or not, but she had it on, and this show called Snapped was on. And it's about the wives killing their husbands. I was like grabbing the remote <laughs> control. I was like, no ideas got to change. <laughs> snapped. Then I was I like watching. That. I snapped. Um, Gee, honey, I'm sorry. Snapped. <laughs> Bang. Why sex sent me to the ER. That was amusing. Yes. That was <laughs> Is amusing. that like cucumbers and things? Is that what oh, you mean? Or was sex, it just too much penises. sex? Broken. I didn't know you could break your penis. And I mean, it's not a bone, is it? How do you break no, a penis? That's pretty much what 
It's like <laughs> that's why you're here, David. Explain to us how you can break your penis. A penis. It's not an actual break. break. Oh, oh, okay. It's, it's more just of a, a strain. Sort of like a yeah. bend. A kink. Ooh, that'd be like a Charlie horse in your penis. That'd be yeah. really bad. It actually only takes like three point <laughs> five pounds of pressure to do that. Ooh. And then there's this one guy they're having That's a good him, number to have. <laughs> him, his two his wife and his girlfriend. Him and his girlfriend were having sex in the laundry room. And he was bent up against the washing machine and they were doing God knows what. Was the washing machine on at the time? No. Okay. So the wife was in the kitchen cooking and she's like, Well, it looks like you two are having fun. And she came in to it sounds join. like a sounds like a porn film. <laughs> and <laughs> the washing machine lid slammed down on his penis. Oh. A is he really tall? And B just how I don't know, they don't long show how was that? Wide, long mm. widened. <laughs> Wait, let, let's back up this real fast. Just just for a second. Yes. Now you said that he was Having sex with someone else while his wife was up in the against, kitchen? yeah, yeah and girlfriend. she's he's having sex with his girlfriend in the laundry room against well, the, the washer while the wife's in the, the kitchen. kitchen Are they Mormons? No. Oh, okay. They're just flexible. Yeah. <laughs> Very flexible. Apparently, uh, I guess one's got more talent than the other, so he just combines the two and gets what he wants. And so she comes out and says, "She looks like you're having fun." Uh -huh. That I don't, you know. Given I have a problem with that. <laughs> given that situation, I don't see me saying just exactly that. No. I, uh, I see. If I was in the kitchen and there's a butcher knife, you better be running, buddy. Are we sure that that's what she said and that's how the accident happened, or did she come out and find oh, no, them and slam the roof, the door no, down on him? Because they all three went to the emergency room together. They all got hurt, or they just no, went because they, they were moral support. <laughs> There's an oxymoron. <laughs> Moral support in an immoral situation. Yeah. Well, hey. Okay. Um, Who am I to say it's immoral? I mean, if they're consenting adults, what the fuck? Well, literally. It's not my thing. Um, no, it's not mine either. But just locale. I mean, we could spend an hour talking about dumb places to have sex. Yeah. And up against the washing machine... Mm -hmm. With your wife in the kitchen, it'd be just way close to the top of the list for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, uh, back in the day when I could manage those positions, those positions <laughs> I still, no, I, what is she, is she sitting on the washing machine? I don't remember. It's or just leaning up ago. against it? Maybe he was sitting on it and I she was sitting he on was him. Leaning, he was like on a bar stool and he was leaning against it and she was, I don't know, using toys <laughs> on him. I don't know. And this was a TV show? Yeah, it's called yeah. Um, How Sex um, How Sex Got Started. No, it How Sex How Sex Started. <laughs> How Sex um, Sent Me to the ER. Okay. And it's on TLC. Okay, okay. All right, well, that's... I'll call you next time I see it on. Oh, uh, don't, no, <laughs> no, I don't... And then she loves, um, what is that one called? With the the wives and the husband. Oh, I watched Sister Wives. Sister Wives, yes. Oh, and I see, that one doesn't appeal to me at all. Because, you know, they're just... Yeah, okay, he's got a bunch of wives. And 
you know, and how do they get along? I th- that's I just think is that <sighs> never he, appealed to me because there's a fat one, there's a medium sized one, there's a really skinny one, and there's the medium size from that. So I just think he has his cake and his cookies and his ice cream, and the variety of these different size women. Well, the, the, what's what is the payoff for them? I've seen some of these guys, okay, and frankly, they're not all that appealing no. on any level that I can think of and physically, it just seems to mentally. Me like the guy has a free ride. He's got they bought homes in Las Vegas. So he's got four beautiful homes that he bounces back and forth to. Yeah. Now, yeah. These homes, why do they why do they like him? What's mm-hmm. he bring to the party? I'm not mad. I what mean, four do? houses doesn't get it. I don't think so because the houses, I don't know if they're in his name and the wife's names or just in the wife's names. Well, okay, even if they were in their names. And what else? He, the, he, these guys are not attractive. They're not handsome. No. They're not cute they're not fun they're not intelligent they're I not articulate because that's the way they were brought up in a polygamist family oh, and i think it's just that's what they're used to so that's what they go well and now there is an advantage if you know she has a headache tonight dear then sister wife could take it on you know yeah but that maybe their sex life i mean come on that would put him having Staying maybe one or two nights at each wife's house. That's a lot of sex for one man who... Oh, I don't think that would be an issue for some men. Yeah. Some men are really that horny that they, you know, it's like every night and every day too. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10-50% to off on selected items. 
Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger. Badder. Better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. I just have to jump in and put yes, a, a male's you, perspective on please, this. Please, we could okay? use that at this point. <sighs> One wife requires so much attention. <clears throat> the wife's sitting here. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a chore just taking care of one woman is yeah. what you're saying. You yeah. would have to be... Dedicated. I, I was going to say moron. <laughs> well, that too. A dedicated moron. Or, you know, one of those freakazoids that like punishment. What is it called? Masochists. You know, to just... Yeah. Because you're fucking asking for it. And I don't know if, if you guys cuss on this show. I don't think you do. Oh, yes. Do. Are you kidding? Yeah. I'm on it. Of course we cuss. Okay. Cuss? I don't even use the word cuss. I fucking hate the word cuss. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, it, it's just something that, as a male, it boggles my mind to to think, well, this dude is, not only is he sleeping with these diff different women, mm -hmm. but he engages in like a married life with each one. And I know how difficult it is. Just with to just maintain one, yeah. one relationship. Yeah. How in the hell is he doing it with four? Well, you 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 may possibly be overestimating the extent to which his husbandry mm -hmm. goes. For example, he may be the husband to one of the women and the fuck friend to the rest. Right. We don't know. You know, because like you say, there's just so much time you can spend being a husband. Uh, with another person, you know, and even if they, even if he does, I, I thought from watching what little I've watched of that show that they lived together. No, they all lived separately. When they lived in Utah, they had like a, a house that had almost like an apartment complex, but their house was all together. Right, right. But then when Utah ran them out, they moved to Las Vegas. I thought Utah was a polygamous state. So to speak. Not anymore. No. Oh. Yeah. They stopped that. Huh? In fact. That's a no, no. They, so they went where? Vegas. They're in Las Vegas. Vegas is okay with it? Yeah. Well, hello. Vegas has got well, all I know, but cultures. just because just because Vegas has, uh, or Nevada has uh, legalized prostitution, actually Vegas doesn't, but Nevada does, mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean that they 
legalize polygamy. I just think it's just because there's so many different cultures, and Las Vegas isn't a religious community. Oh, there's probably an awful lot of people in Vegas right now going, what the fuck is she talking about? Because I go to goddamn church every day. No, but that that may be a... That you may, know, it's just that may be a broad statement you might want to pull back on a little bit because yes, there may not be some it, re- religion isn't necessarily predominant action in Las Vegas, but doesn't but, mean there aren't religious well, people yeah, there. Yeah, because it's not just. But I'm saying they're just more open-minded to accept. It would seem. It would seem. Yeah. That they would be because didn't Utah actually put out a warrant or something for him? I don't remember. Mm. That's been a long time ago. They did mm. something. I don't remember. I won't go into it because I don't remember. Well, even even if the, socially they're acceptable, let's say in Vegas, that still doesn't mean legally they are. Right. But apparently well, they legal, are because they're there. Legally, so, he's only married to one, obviously, and the other ones he's just committed to because you can't be married to more than one person. Well, yeah. As far as I, I think that's a federal thing, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the, there's the bigamy polygamy mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so I don't He's know. He's only married to his first wife legally. Well, <clears throat> I get what you're saying, David. The about other ones were commitments. It's a me. lot of work just to to be a husband, you know, to one person. Well, yeah, because um, you don't want to like wake up in the middle of the night and have your wife standing over you with a butcher knife. No, you're waking up in the middle of the night no. calling the other wife's name when you're in the bed with the other wife. Well, I that, I would think they would have had to have gotten over that at some point. Yeah, or other, because um, frankly, that's going to happen. You know, another one of Lacey's favorite shows, which I do pop in and watch once in a while, and we've been watching this for years, was the the Duggar family, the nineteen kids and counting. Oh yeah, yeah. I do find yeah. their their stuff interesting. I haven't actually ever watched a whole show of them. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. I know the whole thing is you know this woman is just a, like a human baby factory. Yeah. And unfortunately. She doesn't have, or fortunately for her, she doesn't have my genetic makeup, or she'd look like a baby factory. She doesn't. She's nice and slim and trim, and, you know, I guess keeping up with 19 kids would do that to you. Um, I don't know. But anyhow, I know who with they their are. their religion, they don't believe in birth control. There was one time she was put on birth control, and she got pregnant, and the birth control, I guess, aborted the baby. If she was on birth control... It didn't work. Yeah, she got pregnant. She got pregnant. Yeah, well, are you sure it was birth control she was on? Mm -hmm. Okay, well then I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put her on it if I was her doctor either, because apparently it doesn't work. Right. (laughs) Because yeah, either that or she didn't use it properly. What kind? You know. No. I was going to say, after 19 kids, I think it's kind of a moot point. I would say it is. It's one of those things where. You're not likely to have, oh, I don't know. Plus, didn't she have, didn't they just recently have a baby that they had problems with? It died or something? Um, they had a baby, um, was born, stillborn. I think that she was five months along, and that's been a while ago. It was last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and then... Plus, some of her kids are having kids now. Yes. yes. Right? Her eldest son... Um, is married and they have three children together. To me, that sort of falls into the the same category that uh, keeping a 
and this is going to be a real touchy subject, so I don't want everybody to get all jump on it and everything. But keeping a, a brain dead patient on life support right. falls into that category. Just because we can, does it mean we should? Right. And that was a does it, not doesn't. Right. That was a question. That wasn't a statement. My thing is, is that I give them kudos because, as far as I know, they own their businesses. They're not on public assistance. Oh yeah, as far as I'm concerned, um, it's their business if they want to have. Right. But my thing that, is, but, is damn. you are now a grandma. Step off of the mama plate mm. and enjoy your grandbabies. Well, don't if be they like sex, if they like sex though, and they have issues about birth control, it's going to keep happening. I mean, let's face it. But her, you put it in, had, you're going to get something out. <laughs> it's just like going she to the bank. Had the baby who was stillborn. Then she had the last baby who was in NICU for a while, a long time. Yeah, because yeah. she was born early. Yeah. So I mean, she's kind of maybe like her eggs are getting old. Old eggs. I don't know if they can. Can they do that? Can eggs get old? I don't <laughs> I know. Not, I know that it's women, not like we're talking about the refrigerator here. Right? I know I mean, women but, are born with how many ever eggs in our uterus. That yeah, we you will got have. them. You got them when you're when you're born. You've mm-hmm. got your babies there, but um, whether or not they deteriorate in strength, it's certainly possible because I. I think that happens with sperm. Yeah. Sperm yes. uh, quality of uh, uh, f- uh, motility mm-hmm. and diminishes sometimes with age, sometimes with a lot of other things too. Like a lot of caffeine, lifestyle, a lot of drugs. Yeah. Sometimes with a lot of sex, actually, because when back in the day when I was trying to get pregnant, I had a lot of trouble getting pregnant, actually. Um, and we went to the doc, you know, and we said, well, we've been just doing it every time we can, hoping, you know, and he goes, stop doing that unless you really just want to do it all the time because, uh, it, it just actually cuts down on their, uh, the, the sperm's, um, strength to swim upstream, literally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's really, you're not doing yourselves any favors, you know, to, to, to do it six or seven times a night, you know. One time is all it takes. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you know can, the sperm will fertilize an egg in three days. Well, and look how and many they, sperm go. You know, like, lots, lots of them go. Only one gets in, or uh, two or three sometimes. But right. uh, so yeah, you don't need to. You don't. You don't need to ensure success right. with repeating. So, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, I think she's. They're going to have to 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 face an issue sooner or later right. uh, because if they like sex that much, which apparently they do, oh, yeah. uh, and if they don't use some sort of protection, right. then she's going to keep getting pregnant. And at some point, I mean, to keep getting pregnant at such, I think she's like 50, I'm guessing, or close to She's got to be. She's got 20-something-year-old kids. And she's got to be at least 45 or 50. Being pregnant, it's hard on your body. Oh, God, yes. Especially 20 times. Dear Lord. Mm. I don't know. I, uh, for me, no, wouldn't work. I mean, aside from having the, you know, aside from the fact that when you're all said and done, you've got 19 kids running around the house. Right. uh, Just going through 19 pregnancies would be. Right. Way low on my choice of life list. I did find life list. with both my pregnancies, but this last one, it was a little rougher. 
Well, I was lucky. My, both my pregnancies were lovely. I had no problem with that. But I just, like David pointed out, from well, the, delivery was rougher. From the, the standpoint of uh, being a husband to all these multiple wives, being a father to 19 children, you yeah, know, yeah. half of which are probably boys and half of which are close. You know, I mean, it's got to be about a 50-50 split mm. there, boys and girls. Of course. Right. Uh, it, it would seem to me that that would also come into play. You know, because, and then throw into the mix that they happen to be on television. Right. And if we've watched any of those shows very often, we know that, that, that those are invasive to the families. I watched for a while, I watched that one with John and the, right. Mm -hmm. And they spent a good deal of time on their show showing how invasive that whole uh, procedure was, you know, getting the cameraman there and the, right. uh, you know, just imagine in this house, for example, if we, if and we Kate were, and eight's first home was small. Yeah. And if we were being filmed, video mm -hmm. recorded or whatever, while this is going on, you know, we've already got the baby out there. We've got, uh, one of our friends out in the porch. We've got two dogs in the house, and then we'd ha you know have half a dozen technicians with cameras and whatnot and going on. And the lights. Okay, and, and then throw ten more. Well, no, make that about what eighteen more, seventeen more kids into the room. Mm -mm. That kind of chaos is beyond my understanding. I can I, I'm so anti chaos to start with. Ernie and I are both very. Um, we've mellow. Right. We like mellow. We don't. We don't like chaotic situations in our home. I mean, we we had a dog, and that was chaos enough. <laughs> okay. And I think that's one right reason why he and I never had kids. Well, the the make there were two reasons why we never had kids. I had two children by my first marriage, as you know. Right. Um. And my my children lived with their father through choices that the father and I made about the children, because they were both boys, I claimed that it was healthier for them to have a father uh, as a role model to grow up with than a psychotic mother, which I considered myself to be at times. Uh, and so they lived with their father. Um, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to turn around later at another time with another man and have another kid, since I couldn't take care of the kids I had I didn't think it was fair to those kids to say, well, you know, mommy really loved you, but you go live with daddy. I'm going to have another kid. I can't, I just can't go there right. and do that. So, and plus I was blessed by the fact that Ernie didn't want to have kids for whatever his reasons were. He never really was specific about it. He just said, I don't want to have kids, you know, so we didn't have kids. So when we got a dog, that was enough chaos in the family. You know, we had at one time, we actually had three dogs and a cat. That was a lot of chaos for us, uh, but to 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 live and under those kinds of circumstances, I don't I don't I don't know how people do it. I I don't. I don't see how they can lay down and have sex at night time after a long day. <laughs> well, with nineteen kids in the house, when the hell do they have time to have sex? They find time. I mean, assuming they all go to bed reasonably the same time right and as we pointed out some of the older ones are now old enough to be having their own kids so they're not actually in the house anymore they're yeah, living in their own houses yeah they've got to be living in their own houses i would think the last episode they moved to washington dc oh really 
mean, now, are these people Catholic, or what is their thing about birth control? Do you know? They're Christians, and they believe that birth control... They're Southern Baptist, I think. Yeah. They, they just have a thing about birth control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I mean, everybody's entitled to their own, you know, beliefs about that. Yes, I'm just sir. curious as to at what point are they going to have to bite the weenie, <laughs> so to ah! speak, so to speak, and uh, and say, no, I think maybe we better find a way to not get pregnant anymore because right. we can't keep having babies. Speaking of babies, we got one here joining us. Hi, Zoe. Say hi. She's, She's waving. waving. She just waves. She doesn't actually talk. Like all uh, two-and-a-half-year-olds, she won't do anything on command. When, when, if you want her to talk, she won't. Say, if you want her to shut up, she'll just blabber her mouth all over the place. <laughs> so if we, if we tell her to be quiet, maybe she'll talk. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so, okay, what other shows? Are you looking here for shows? Is oh, that I'm what just you're looking, looking at? to see how much um, the Duggars make for the TLC. Oh, for the show? Yeah. You mean? Yeah, well, that certainly would be a motivation, you know. I mean, if somebody wanted to pay me a lot of money, and trust, it would have to be a lot to invade my privacy like that. Online. I'd think about it. Estimate each episode of 19 Kids and Counting, the family makes twenty-five to $40,000. Per episode. Per episode. Well, that can add up pretty quickly. How many episodes do they have in a season? What is it? There's probably at least 10. I was going to say between maybe 10 and 12. So they're probably they're probably pulling down close to a million a year or more. That's okay. And they I'm need that. Curious because the, like, they need that, though, to raise those children and educate those children. They go Good on a God. lot of trips overseas to, like, missionary work. So I'm almost wondering if TLC foots that bill just to have content to record right i would imagine they probably do because yeah. i know tlc helped them build the house they live in well it, you know even even so to to feed and clothe and house and educate and they're all homeschooled and entertain 19 kids that takes a chunk of change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't say I blame them for doing the show because how else are they going to support no, that I many like kids? I like the show because it's classy. It's not a whole bunch. It's not like Octomom. Right. Where her kids right. are just fucking out of control. Right. She's, it's a well-behaved family. Yeah. I like watching it. It's because I don't want a large family, but looking into their large family is mm -hmm. interesting. When you can learn a lot about how to take care of kids. <laughs> Obviously, they have a high sign on how to take care of kids. I think they wrote a book about I'm it, I'm pretty sure. And the elder kids, they have a buddy system. The older kids take on. I think Mama Duggar takes the kids until they're a year old. Takes them where? Takes care oh, of them. takes, takes care, care of them. Then they get a buddy, and that buddy takes care of them. There's That's kind of a cool way to do it. Yeah. Buddy system. Have your kids, raise your kids. Well, Absolutely. Kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, I I couldn't. What other shows do you like to watch? Besides the ghost ones. I know you like, we've already talked <laughs> about the ghost, ones. the ghost ones. There's one more. What? Your fascination with the Amish. 
Oh, I like watching Amish shows. I like I watched the Amish one for a while. I also watched the those guys up in Montana. Oh, it was a religious group up in Montana that they had a they had a show for a while. Um and it was about how the kids were dealing with, you know, their teen angst and whether they were going to stay with the group or branch out and leave mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was it was very interesting. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. I watch uh uh The Hoarders a lot. I was watching that, but it just seems like it's just not so much people hoarding, it's people being lazy, not throwing away their trash. Well, there is a lot of that to it, for sure. Uh, and pizza boxes, soda cans, I know. cigarette boxes, I cigarette know. butts. And so deep in the, in the house that you can't, you can't even walk in there. Mm-mm. After a while, it does get old. I've, I also watched the pollen, the pawn guys mm-hmm. for a while. And I also watched that one where the, the guys go to, uh, the storage wars. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that cool. one. Uh, I like watching those shows to see what people, Please. Kind of estimate things that you know price wise. I like to see the stuff they leave. I have as a as a a kid. I always had a thing about treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back, way way back, I read a comic book one time of uh, with Donald Duck, Uncle Donald, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, mm-hmm. the nephews. Right. Okay. And Unka Donald, this is what they called him, uh, and Donald went off to find treasure or something like that, and they they did, and they and and they had these great big, and I'm holding my hands up, uh, designating about uh, what soccer ball sized uh-huh. uh, gemstones that they found in this treasure, you know, and and uh, I always thought. How cool! As a kid, I always right. thought how cool that would be to do. You know, I want to do that. And then I have this ongoing dream. Like every once in a while, I dream it. Even still to this day, when I'm seventy, oh, fuck, I can start saying I'm seventy-four 74. <laughs> pretty soon, so I'll get used to it. But I'm still seventy-three years old, and uh, I still have this dream from time to time where I'm walking down a boardwalk sidewalk Uh made out of wood you know like in the Mm -hmm. old western towns and i look down in between the boards and there's coins down in the dirt and so i get down under there and i pull out the coins and then there's more and more and more coins and uh, somebody said one time when they were doing dream analysis probably on television that uh, when you dream about gems or coins or treasure or something like that it's like good ideas uh, that you're either finding or looking for something like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how they decide that that's what that means unless they ask a bunch of people what that meant to them. To me, it just meant I was finding coins, right. you know, but I have had that dream on and off all through my, as far back as I can remember, right. you know, so when I watch the storage wars, I get that same sort of feeling like oh i wonder if there's treasures as i can so understand these Uh guys buying the you know bidding bidding for the units so they can dig in there and see Uh what treasures got left because that would be so Uh way fun because my mama owned this own excuse me she manages a storage facility facility yeah yeah and they live in such a small town so the yard sale it 
all the stuff uh-huh. that doesn't they get claimed. They don't yeah. Do a bid. Yeah, that would be that would be tons of fun. It would be for me. It so would I be tell fun. her, I say, open up the dresser drawer, make sure there's nothing taped on the bottom. Yeah, right. You know, make sure there's no holes. You know, right. like the old old mattresses they get. Make sure right. there's nothing stitched up. Yeah, you know, that, grandma might that have to have thing, her check in there. <laughs> that kind of thing has always appealed to me. Uh, again, my mom and dad both were big on uh, going to um, thrift stores mm-hmm. and things like that when I was a kid. Well, let's face it. When I was a kid, we were just coming out of the war and depression years right. or depression and war years. And so much of our clothing and items that we had around the house came out of thrift stores and so on because that was where you could get stuff reasonably priced. Right. We also got a lot of stuff out of the junk or the dumps. Mm-hmm. Back in those days, you could go to a dump, yeah. okay, and dig around, and if you found something you liked, you could you take it home. Right. You can't do Not that anymore because they're all... Privacy act Well, and, and people are afraid you're going to hurt yourself on their property, and yeah. you're going to sue them. And all, you know, anyhow, it was it got a lot of really good stuff out uh-huh. of a dump. And, and it wasn't actually the last time I remember going to a dump with One my folks. One person's trash is another person's treasure. Right. The last time I remember going to a dump with my folks was actually with my first husband. Mm-hmm. So it was after I was actually married. So I was in the my 20s at that time. So that would have put it at about uh, in the early 60s. You could still go to the dumps You can still and go to the dumps get in stuff. my lifetime. Yeah? Yeah. So there you go. And you and to me it was a lot of fun because you could find some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not talking about finding diamonds and yeah, gold. Sometimes. But, but but you could find some cool stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and, and any of you that ransack dumpsters know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know. Which I also used to do when I was a kid. Used to when <laughs> when we lived in we lived in this little town in Washington State when I was about ten years old. And whenever nobody could find me, Dad said, go look up and down the alley. <laughs> you'll see two feet sticking out of a dumpster. That's She's her. looking for treasures. And my dad actually moved to Southern California from Washington State mm-hmm. some um, sample wallpaper sample books. Okay. They used to, uh, when you wanted to buy wallpaper... Uh-huh. They didn't have it all over every wall. Right. They had a book and they, and a great big book, like 25 inches square mm-hmm. or so. And you'd open it up and there'd be a piece of, of a design of wallpaper and right. there'd be hundreds of them in the books. And I always thought they were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I hauled all these, I, there was a, a furniture store or something like that. It may have been a paint store. I don't know. And they had these books in their dumpster and I hauled, I must have had a half a dozen of them. <laughs> I hauled them all home and I'm going, look, daddy, aren't these beautiful? You know, and he thought, eh, right. He actually moved the page, paid freight on moving that stuff to Southern California when at the age of 16 or so I was, we moved to Southern California from Washington State. He never let me forget that. Do you still have I them? paid freight on that. No, I wish I did. Yeah. I wish I did because they are valuable. They yeah. would be valuable because they're historical. Right. But uh, back in the day, they were just, for me, fun. Right. You know. So, yeah, I totally get the storage war thing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's fun to watch. And mm-hmm. I live vicariously through them. You know, I don't care so much about their bidding thing that they've no, got I going like on. No, I like to see what and, they find. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I like that show. Well, I'm going to let you guys wrap yeah, things up. Yeah, we're finished. I got to use the little boys' room. Oh, well, that's okay. We appreciate your male input 
from time to time today because <laughs> you helped pull us out of a couple of uh, <laughs> pull it, what you helped pull us out. No, I just meant he helped pull us out of a couple of uh, places where we didn't know what we were talking about, and he helped us understand it. So I appreciate that. Yes, and thank you. Thank you for joining us. And how much time have we got left, by the way? A couple minutes. Oh, bye-bye, baby. The baby's going to go help Daddy go potty. Uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. Well, anyway, he can always cut that out. He closes the door. Yeah. So, anyhow, since we are down to just a couple of minutes, we can let it go. And um, let's see, next show we'll be doing, it'll be close to Valentine's. So, we yes. may have a Valentine's theme for our next show. Yes. And then again, we may not. I don't know. Depends on what the mood depends, strikes us. Depends on the mood. Yeah, yeah. Well, like like I said, the the Grammys were just up on uh, Sunday, and mm-hmm. I recorded it, but I haven't watched the show yet, so I really don't have anything to say and about the it Grammys. It was on. I flipped the channels, and I never went back to it. Yeah. Man. Well, the only way I watch shows like that anymore, uh, Ernie and I, is is by taping them and then watching them later because right. uh first of all there's so many commercials that i right. can't stand then there's a lot of times there are uh, thank you messages that i don't care to listen to right uh or sometimes performances i don't care to watch and so i can zip through those and just pick out the stuff i do want to look at right which i haven't done yet but he wanted me to i was going to actually do it and then throw the you know, discard the mm-hmm. recording but he called last night from work and he said, don't throw it away. There's something on there. Somebody told him at work oh. about it. And he said, I want to watch that. And I said, okay, whatever. So we still have it to look forward to. Yay. <laughs> so, but my newest, my newest favorite shows we'll have to talk about another time uh, is True Detective. And oh, and then Helix. We're watching Helix. I was going to mention that when David was out here because he might like that. It's a little uh, odd, sort of sci-fi kind of hmm. Uh, he doesn't watch weird. too much TV. Well, this one is kind of good. It's it's got some good special effects and everything. I don't know. I've only seen two episodes so far. I'm not too sure where the show is going to go. Right. With it, so we'll see. Anyway, um, we'd like to invite any of you who are listening who are interested in doing so to email us anytime. Go to jazelmon.com forward slash jazelpodcast or just go to jazelmon.com and click on the episode Don't Get Us Started and then click on the comment section. It'll take you directly to the email where you can let us know what you think about our show. If you can pick out what show it was, this is episode 20, David yes. told us. We've done 20 shows already. Hard to believe. Um, and uh, let us know what your comments are about it, what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to hear us talk about, if anything. Uh, and we'll happily read your emails on air. If you don't want us to, just say so, and we won't. Um, other than that, you got anything else you want to add before we get done? Nope. Nope. Okay, then. We're I good am to go. Ace, S. Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. Thank you for listening to Don't, don't Get Us Started. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>